Good morning, my friends. How are you this morning? We thank the Lord for life and all that pertains to godliness. We also thank the Lord for easing, for beginning to his things all over the world. We thank him and we pray that in the coming weeks, in the weeks ahead, months ahead, years ahead, he will heal our lands. He will give our doctors, our scientists, wisdom, divine understanding. As regarding the pandemic, they will know what to do. He will open their eyes and give them divine wisdom that they need in Jesus' name. We also pray that God will restore and redeem all nations of the world in the name of Jesus. Amen. I thank God for your lives, my friends. May God strengthen and encourage you as we journey along in Jesus' name. Amen. You're welcome to review this morning. It's your host here and your dear friend, Esther. We started our topic on forgiveness a couple of days ago. We have studied together the story of Joseph from the book of Genesis, forgiving um, his jealous brothers. And yesterday, I told you a story of the missionaries, Australian missionaries, that went to India, the Stains. Today, we, con- we continue our topic on forgiveness. And this morning, we'll be reading from the Gospel according to Matthew, chapter 18. Gospel according to Matthew 18, verses 21 and 22. It says, Then Peter came to him and said, Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me, and I forgive him? Up to seven times? Jesus said to him, I do not say to you up to seven times, but up to seventy times seven. Amen. You see, friends, having walked, talked, dined, and followed Jesus for some years now, Peter learned that it is important to forgive, but that surely there must be a limit to how often we forgive. That was Peter's thought. Peter had thought that forgiving your offender seven times was way being generous. But the Savior says, there should be no limit to our forgiveness. It must be a constant attitude. Why? But why, Esther, you ask, but why? Well, my friends, I think it is because the way up in human world is down in the kingdom. Do you understand that statement at all? That is, in the kingdom journey, in the kingdom walk, to become the greatest, you must become the least. To become the leader, 
You must become a servant. Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, lived by these examples. Yes. In the kingdom, friends, the way to significance is not sitting on a throne. You have to be willing to take a bow and wash others' feet, like Jesus exemplified. In the book of John, chapter 13, come with me. Let's see what Jesus did to his disciples in the book of John, chapter 13. I'm sorry, I will not be able to read all to you, friends, but you can go back later on and read John 13, starting from verse 1. I will be reading 14 and 15 to you, and then 17. John 13, 14, 15, and 17. It says, If I then, your Lord, this is after Jesus had washed the feet of the disciples, so he said, If I then, your Lord, and teacher, have washed your feet, you also have to wash one another's feet. For I have given you an example that you should do as I have done to you. Verse 17. If you know these things, blessed are you if you do them. Look, my friends, knowing and doing are two separate things. Jesus reserves his blessings not merely for those who know his will, but for those who do them as well. The Savior lived by example. And my friends, it's not just bowing down to, uh, to physically wash others' feet. This was set as an example of humility. Yes, Jesus set an example of humility in all things, including forgiveness, including seeking forgiveness or repentance. He set an example of humility by washing the feet of his disciples. He has given us his spirit to remind us of these things. And he has promised us to bless us when we do them. Look, my friends, troubles and trials can last for so long. Your suffering maybe has lasted for so long that you begin to despair and begin to wonder if God will ever come to your rescue to vindicate you. Circumstances sometimes indicate what your person, what you're passing through at the moment. Maybe it's indicating that God has lost interest in you altogether. Our circumstances indicating God has lost interest in us altogether. But no, not at all. Our adversity, our pains, our sufferings, our abuse, whatever it is you have gone through, are a bridge or bridges to a deeper relationship with God if we trust him. Just like uh, Joseph held on to that promise, God meant it for good. You see, friends, to forgive a fellow or to forgive a group of people for whatever has been done to you does not mean you excuse the sinful offense that has been done against you. No, we are not trying to excuse sin. It's just that forgiveness 
ends anger, bitterness, and resentment, thereby causing us to move forward. It's them, anger, bitterness, and resentment, which usually accompany an offense against us. You see, friends, since we started our series on forgiveness, maybe we've not mentioned your own case as the offender. Are you an offender? Has the past caught up with you? Is the past catching up with you? Then do something. Take that big, bold step today. You'll be glad you did. Face your fears with the help of the Holy Spirit. I have come your way for a purpose, friends. You've heard messages on forgiveness before, maybe. But I have come your way for a purpose. Face your fears. Take the big, bold step. Take it. You'll be glad you did. Seek forgiveness. Make haste to repent and seek forgiveness from your victims, the, the person or the people you have offended. Don't delay. Don't procrastinate. Leave whatever is going on in your life right now to seek forgiveness. Go back and make things right. Friends, I'm not saying it's easy. It's not easy. It is not going to be easy. But God will honor your humility and obedience. Jesus exemplified humility. God will honor your humility and obedience. Just like God did for Joseph's brothers. Look, friends, God wants us to become his representatives in the world. Living testimonies of his love, his grace, his mercy, his holiness. However, the only way for that to happen is to allow Jesus to live his very life in and through us. To everyone now, I say reach out in grace. Reach out in grace. Have you been offended? Reach out in grace to forgive. Reach out. Are you the offender? Reach out. Reach out and seek forgiveness. God will honor you. He has promised you. He has promised to bless you. Yes. Oh, don't say, oh, it's been too long now. Well, maybe mine doesn't matter. It does. It does. Sin is sin. Did you leave that woman for someone else? Did you cheat on him? Did you walk out on that woman and the two, three, four children you had together? Did you? Did you rape the neighbor's daughter? Did you entice them with money and material things? Or did you tell this big lie and to the people you told it, it seemed like the truth? Did you? Whatever it is, maybe I'm not mentioning your own case. Did you have a, a, a heated argument with that friend, with that sibling? And since that day, you promise yourself 
never to contact them, never to get in touch. Did you? Reach out in grace, friends. Jesus is calling out to you. He's calling out to you and I this morning. Reach out. He's ready to bless you. We can't continue living this way. In fact, the Apostle Paul says, Can we continue in sin and expect grace to abound? We can't. No. Reach out, friends. I pray for you and I pray with you that God will honor and bless you. He will help you. That is why we have the help of the Holy Spirit. We have something that the people of the Old Testament did not have. The Holy Spirit. Jesus said to us that he will not leave us orphans and often, but that he will send the Comforter. The helper, the helper is calling out today. Will you heed the helper's voice, friends? Will you? Will you take up his offer and reach out in grace to forgive? Reach out, launch out to seek forgiveness, to repent of your sins. You say, well, I've prayed to God. He has forgiven me. Yes, he has. Launch out. Go to the people you have offended. I pray that as you do so, oh, it's very hard, but I pray that the Holy Spirit will help you. In the name of Jesus, I pray once again this morning, Holy Spirit, please heal every broken heart. Heal and bondage every wound, every rotting wounds and every fresh wounds. In the name of Jesus, amen. This is all we've got time for today. Do you want to get in touch? I told you, you can reach me on lollyp 40 at gmail.com. We can do this together. You can do it. We can do it. lollyp 40 at gmail.com. And I, I thank you so much. I love you. I say thank you to many people who are reaching out. I say thank you for your feedbacks. May God bless and reward your labor of love in Jesus' name. I'll see you tomorrow, bright and early, by God's grace, when we shall be rounding up as our topic on forgiveness. Until then, may the Lord bless and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you, my friends, and give you peace. In Jesus' mighty name, amen, amen, amen in Jesus' name. Marvelous grace of our loving Lord, grace that exceeds.